Hello and welcome back to Ball Lab. I'm Nate, here with Jason. Yes, sir, and this is our first episode of the 2022 offseason where we have moves to talk about, Nate. Yeah, so I think probably the biggest one that we should mention first is Teoscar Hernandez being traded to the Seattle Mariners for um, relief pitcher Eric Swanson and pitching prospect Adam Mako. Yeah, I, I kind of like the move. I'm going to uh, take away my Red Sox bias for a second. I re- it's a good move for both sides. When you look at you know the Seattle bullpen, it, it's one of the stronger bullpens in the league. Eric Swanson was a really good pitcher last year. You know, setup man to, I forget his name. But, yeah, I like the move a lot. They get a good power band to Oscar Hernandez, who has one more year before he hits free agency, and something the Mariners, outside of J-Rod, have really lacked. And for the Blue Jays, you know, it kind of makes sense. He was an all-star outfielder, and, you know, it's someone you might want to move if you're going to sign, you know, a free agent like Brandon Nimmo or another big-name outfielder. Yeah, um, I, I'm with you on that too. Uh, Eric Swanson, like not only uh, are not only did they trade for you know a guy from one of the stronger bullpens in the league, but I also think that the Blue Jays have maybe one of the weaker bullpens in the league. Especially, you know, I definitely think bullpen is kind of a weakness for the Blue Jays and um, hitting. I think they have plenty of that, and I believe Teoscar Hernandez was injured for a good portion of the 2022 season. So yeah, I mean, I think this is a ch- a trade where both sides have won. Um, the Mariners get um, a, um, a good hitter in the outfield, which is a really need. Um, the Blue Jays get a very good reliever in Eric Swanson, and Adam Mako seems like a prospect with some potential. Yeah, the stats for Mako don't really show it, but it looks like, you know, it's a more of a potential move. I like Eric Swanson as well. What I've seen out of him is pretty good, but I think let's see... We can only see, you know, time will tell if this move will work. I mean, DePoto has a very interesting uh, track record of his trading, of trades. You know, he traded Cattell Marte. He traded for, you know, Luis Castillo earlier. Um, before he makes the trade a lot deadline. of trades. He makes, remember- he's a guy who loves to justify some trades. Yeah. You know? um, but, yeah, I think it's, to me, looking like a win-win move for both teams. Now, um, we go to the Angels, who have made quite a bit of moves this offseason, have probably been by far the most active team in the offseason thus far, Um, they signed Tyler Anderson to a three-year deal. Yeah, Tyler Anderson, three-year, $39 million deal, kind of where we thought he was going to, around the money we thought he was going to get, and he he ended the 2022 season with a 2.57 ERA, with a whip of exactly one in almost 180 innings pitched. You know, the question mark on him was, has he reached his ceiling? You know, was 2022 just, uh, you know, an overachieving year? That's the word I was looking for, because he has a career ERA over four, and this is really the only season where he's, you know, busted out, because 2021, he had a combined ERA of 4.53, and before that, he hasn't had an ERA below 350. You know, Nate, your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. Um, let's. I think it's. I mean, I think it's a decent move made by the Angels, partially because I think the contract. It's not crazy. It's just three years, and it's just 39 million. 
and it's just 39 million. So 13 million a year. I think they paid him like you know what he's worth at least especially at least going off of last season. And I think he's a guy I have seen him. He's a guy with some good stuff and um again the Angels are a team that's in desperate need of bullpen help. So I think it's a solid yeah. move by them. And if it doesn't pan out completely, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, you know, it's not the end of the world for them. You know, $13 million for a decent starter, it's not the end-all, be-all. But in an organization, like you said, like the Angels, who they lack consistent pitching outside of Shohei Otani, you know, getting that number two, number three starter is very crucial for them going forward. So, Nate, any any other remarks about the move? Uh, Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... Definitely a very good move, um, especially since he's a starter. I, I think I said he was a reliever. Anyway, yeah, a good, a good. It's, he seems like a good, high quality starter who can, you know, <coughs> go out there most days. So, if I mean, I feel like this is a very good move for the Angels on paper and one they really desperately needed to make. Yeah. Speaking of moves that they need to make, I know they're five through nine hitters in 2022 have been absolutely atrocious. Yeah, so, and, and their production from third base haven't hasn't been much better as ever as seemingly ever since Anthony Rendon signed with the Angels, he's just been hurt. So I think this type of um, trade f- um, that they made for Gio Urshela, they traded. Well, actually, no, sorry. Um, the the the, the trade is the Minnesota Twins trade Gio Urshela to the Angels for um, pitching prospect Alejandro Hildago. And um, I think this is the right move for the Angels to make because, like, it seems that Anthony Rendon is not going to be the third baseman of the future for the Angels. He only seems to get hurt. I think they're going to find some way to, like, I mean, it's a, t- I mean, like, it's a terrible contract, but I think they're going to find some way to maybe trade him or, like, get rid of him at this point because, like, it seems pretty bad for him and. Um, yeah, I think Gio Urshela is a good move. He's a good defender, um, you know, a, a, a nice scrappy hitter and a guy that you can put in that second half of the lineup, which the Angels have apparently really been struggling with this year. And yeah, like, good, solid move for the Angels. And they shipped uh, Alejandro Hildago, Hildago, who is, I believe, um, a minor league pitcher. He's a prospect that, if I'm correct... He's only played in rookie and high A ball, or just no. Yeah, and like hasn't, ball and is... hasn't really shown much. I mean, he's a pretty deep um, minor leaguer, so um, yeah, I think this is a good, good all good move. Probably more on the Angels side. I don't really see wh- where the Twins. I don't think the Twins really get much mm-hmm. from this move since Hildago is pretty unproven. At yeah, this well, point. well, I mean, you know, it's, we'll we'll see in like you know. Four or five years if you know Alejandro Hidalgo becomes one of the next big stars in our sport, but we'll see. That's only time will tell on that. <clears throat> but and then the other thing is, he's a good guy who you can slot sixth or seventh in the lineup who will produce at the plate. Yeah, which I actually think is the most important part, considering I believe five. They're five through nine. The Angels five through nine hitters last year had the worst. Yeah, among the worst OPSs in all of baseball, and that's got to change. Yeah, for a team like them who, you know, Shohei Otani is going to be a free agent soon and he's going to look for a big market team to throw money at. And it seems like the Angels might, it might be their last chance at 
going, making the playoffs. They haven't made the playoffs in the Shohei Otani era. No. Which is very sad. They haven't sad. made the playoffs in almost 10 years now. Once in the Mike Trout era. Yeah. And I think they got swept. Um, anyway, um, stick, staying with the Angels, let's check out... Um, fellow right fielder. Fellow right fielder um, Hunter Renfro, former Red Sox, was traded from the Milwaukee Brewers to the Angels for three pitchers who are who haven't really produced much at all for the Brewers. Yes, and probably a minor league dump mm-hmm. for guys who you don't really envision in your future. But back to what you're saying, I I like I like the move, and he in his first season he had an injury. I know, for a little bit of the season. But, but even with that injury, he hit 29 home runs with an 807 OPS and and ranked 10th in the National League in slugging percentage. So he's a guy with power and a guy who can play some high-quality defense in right field. I, I still don't understand why we traded him. But anyway, We as in the Red Sox. As in the Red Sox, yes. You know, we are Red Sox fans, the two people who don't know. Anyway, but like... But that's beside the point. Yeah, I think that's a good move that um the Angels have made. Um, I think like you know to get another outfielder, to get another bat who could who does sort of work well again in that second half of the lineup as maybe a sixth guy, seventh guy. That was kind of where he was batting with the Red Sox too. So yeah, um, I, I mean two, I mean pretty much every move for the Angels on paper has looked pretty good. So far, so good, and Nate. They're the only team that has really made any significant moves and trades. Yeah. I other mean, than other than like, you know, small prospect dumps and, you know, minor league signings. Which you see all the time no matter what in the offseason. Yeah. So or just far and during the year too, yeah. quite frankly. But, so, yeah. Thus far, um the hot stove hasn't been too hot. But hey, I mean, you never know with the beginning of the offseason. Sometimes you get a ton of moves, sometimes you don't, but I feel like more often than not you don't get much. Yeah, so well said. So, and speaking of that, um, how about we turn to our Red Sox, who of who have agreed to sign Joely Rodriguez for a one-year, two million dollar contract. You I mean, know, that's a deeply Heimbloom move, but I actually think it's more on the good part of Heimbloom. I think he's a guy that I, I mean, didn't have the world's best stats last year but i think but he was on the, he was in the Yankees bullpen which you know is one of the better bullpens in all of baseball i think he's a guy with some stuff i feel like to just you know to start small and just get somebody somebody who i think has uh we're looking at his baseball reference star i believe yeah. has some experience well you know me- isn't horrible like it's a little bit of a step in the right direction. It, it is, you know, when 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 you look at the Red Sox, the most important thing is depth. You can't have Darwin's and you can't expect to compete when you have Darwin's and Hernandez as your second overall pitcher, and you can't have anyone. You can't you can't roll up the same pitching uh, arsenal that you did a year ago. Yeah, so I guess he's at the very least someone who adds depth. Obviously, this is not enough for the only moves you make with the bullpen, but. This move's fine. I'd give it like a C plus, B minus. I mean, like middle of the road here. But yeah, I mean, I've been talking to a lot of people about this move, and they're like, "Oh wow, you're overreacting." But in 2021, and that was only 19 innings. He got traded, but in in total in 2021, he, had, he his stint in the Yankees was pretty good. It was flipped for Miguel Castro, but he's a decent lefty, 
And a guy a who lefty can, and lefties we do need to. So yeah, we need a lefty. You know, Josh Taylor. I don't know if he's gonna pitch. I don't know if he's gonna make the opening day roster because missing a year for relievers not. It's not good. So yeah, an okay move. I, um, I think I, I I kind of like. Like I said, I kind of like the move. I, I am not obviously opposed to it, but hey, maybe he'll have. We said that about Michael Walker, you know, and Matt Strom. Like, you know, these guys are. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They don't have the best track records, but, you know, Strom was pretty good. Yeah. Guy we should probably consider re signing. But next and final Red Sox move. Nate, take it away. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is just like to Bloom. This is like, you know, the bad side of Bloom that we've been seeing a lot. Just a who cares move. Boston acquired utility man Hoy Park from the Pittsburgh Pirates for left-handed pitcher in the Merlovo. Who? who? Like two who's, you know? Like two, like, who are these guys types players. I mean, this is like, I, 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 don't, I think the only reason why we mentioned this trade is just to show that, like, like the, the Red Sox really haven't done much of anything in this offseason. It's just a who cares trade. I mean, what he like Heim Bloom in a way is kind of addicted to these kinds of moves and it's just more and more I think the the one thing I haven't said about him is that he's just not a good fit as a general manager of, of for this team. I mean, we've said many things about him, but I think it's just like he's I think like the most important thing for me to say about him is that he's just not a good fit. Just doesn't fit well. His philosophy does not fit well as a general manager of the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, hey, I'll give him till Christmas. Hey, the time is ticking, right, Nate? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's a little bit of um. Oh wait. Uh, how about so? Do we want to do predictions on some of the biggest free agents? Uh, sure. I guess. I mean, there are there no no big free agents have I signed. Mean, okay, then I guess we can just uh. Let's just quickly um, circle back on Devers and Bogarts, who are probably the two, well, not maybe not even free agents, but like the two biggest moves. I still, I still stand by um, Xander Bogarts being signed by a different team and the Red Sox. Oh, Anthony signed. Rizzo, that's another signing, guy we um, didn't. Yeah, we, there's an Anthony Rizzo two-year deal with the Yankees. Yeah. But anyway, I think in the world. anyway, what I'm saying is I think uh, Bogarts is gonna s- sign with a different team, and I think we're gonna lock up Devers. I just I think it's Devers, not Bogarts, this offseason. One or the other. Especially since a lot of other teams show interest in Bogarts. I think there's like six other teams. Yeah, but I mean, show showing interest just means like I I think it's a little bit over overhyped. But yeah. <laughs> but. Who knows? There are other. I think we the Red Sox need to go for another outfielder. Yeah, and another reliever, like a like a, a few. A uh, no, we need more relievers. More relievers, like maybe you get a couple of Joelly Rodriguez <coughs> type guys, and maybe get one big guy. That's what I think. Oh yeah, Rafael Montero, three year deal with Houston, which is a little crazy. Nick Martinez, three year deal. I mean, there are guys who I wouldn't be mad with, you know. Oh yeah, Red Sox show interest per. Boston Strong of Twitter, they're showing interest in Kenley Jansen, who's a guy who uh, he's pretty old, but you know, maybe one or two years can yeah, get one or, get a small deal for you know a guy who has been good in the past. I, I I think that'd be a good move, especially with um the especially with the the bullpen that they have. 
So yeah, I think that about does it for this offseason thus far. Um, do you want to go back to Bogart's endeavors, or should I give my take and call it? I think just give your take because I I've already gave my take. I think we're gonna sign, we're gonna lock up Devers, and Bogart's is walking. That's what yeah. I, think. I mean, it's become increasingly, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Other teams want him, and he's emerging as the number one shortstop candidate. Now, and the Red Sox <clears throat> endeavors seem to be getting closer and closer to a deal. They're getting too. closer and closer, but the Red Sox do have a lot of money to spend. You know, they only have Story and Sale locked up for the next few years. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the only two guys who you're paying 20-plus mil. You know, and because there are teams like Toronto yeah. who are paying guys a lot of money. Yeah. And the Red, the Red Sox, in order for them to make the World Series and be World Series contenders, are going to have to spend a lot of money. They're going to have to get that big-name shortstop, whether it be... It better be Xander Bogarts, because if you're going to get anyone, why wouldn't you get Xander Bogarts? That's how I That's how I feel, because I think Bogarts is going to be one of the most paid. I think maybe Trey Turner will go higher than him, but hey, who knows? But back to my point, I think... I think in, in, in the bottom of my heart, the Red Sox will get a deal done with Xander Bogarts. I think management has shown a lot that it's been their priority. Um, the front office has said repeatedly we're working with Scott Boris, uh, Xander Bogarts' okay. agent. They've been working a lot, and there have been reports that, you know, talks have been really well. They've gone a lot well. There have been very positive feedback from that. I truly think they'll get a deal done with Bogarts, and I think they'll get Devers locked up too because I know there's a source on Twitter. There's uh, Twitter. Yeah. Well, no, Marino... Pepin, I think he's a uh, Red Sox reporter in the DR. I, I'm pretty sure he said the Red Sox they're they're 50 million apart, five zero. Hmm. All right, um, you but, know, yeah. but the time thing with tell. the off se- time will tell. That's that's the thing with the off season. That's a those are very important words for the off season. Time will tell for a lot of things, and I think that's a wrap. For our offseason yeah. overview. And another thing I want to mention, I think the Sox need another outfielder. Yeah. Another right. big name. I don't say big name, but like Mitch Haniger was a pretty good outfielder on the list. You know, if you can get a guy like him, he's pretty good. And designated hitter, too. I, I was having a conversation with someone I know. Would you be opposed to a one-year deal with J.D. Martinez? Eh, one year, no. I wouldn't be. Really? Like, cheap, cheap, or like... Cheap, cheap. Like, if we can get him one year for cheap, I wouldn't hate it. I don't know how I'd feel. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say I like it either. But I think... But I really think we've kind of um, covered, covered everything. Covered everything, yeah. Alrighty. Go Sox. Go Sox. Sports betting is a tough nut to crack. Breakthrough with sportsbookcheatsheet.com. Sportsbook Cheat Sheet's statisticians give you the edge in football, baseball, golf, and basketball betting. They don't tell you what to do with your money. They do the research, crunch the numbers, and make predictions so you can make the best picks. All for less than 20 bucks a month. Register online now or sign up for a free trial at sportsbookcheatsheet.com. That's sportsbookcheatsheet.com. Sportsbook Cheat Sheet. Analytics for an edge.